This program is brought to you by Paper, Tutors for All. The last couple of years haven't been easy for students. Kids are struggling. Schools and families are too. But what if there are new ways to help? What if tutoring was part of every student's experience? What if it was available 24-7 and free? When schools choose Paper, students get free 24-7 access to tutors. And if you're listening to this right now, there's a good chance your child's school already has Paper or will be adding it very soon. Visit paper.co and find out more. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Yeah. Oh, what's good? What's good? Hit y'all with the short edition of that. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It happens. You heard? What up, family? What's good, man? Peace. We are back for another week of the Urban X Podcast. Another week of the Urban X Podcast. Yeah, we are in effect here. Uh, Y'all let me know what's going on. We think we got this popping, but on... uh. Some of our uh, uh, subscribers, oh, well, well, we're in. Yeah. We, I, Malcolm, you're blessed to have a pop like that. Tell uh, him that again. Tell him. <laughs> you know I, what? He beats me. I no, I don't. You. No, I don't. Don't believe me. Under the armpits and the back of my kneecaps. No, don't. don't. Where you guys can't see it. Peace, family. We love y'all. We're glad y'all here with us. Facts, facts, facts. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, we're going to get this done the best way we know how. Yes, yes, we have pictures. We do, we do. We're in effect. We're looking good. Uh, we're sounding good. Is, t- is Tupac back? We're going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're definitely going to get into the Tupac <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? The truth is stranger than fiction out here. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, with that being said, uh, okay, what are you saying now? You're good? Okay. All right. Yeah, we need to work on your hand signals. Yeah, my wife is 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 uh you know her hand. She's I think she was blood in another life. You know, cause she be doing all this kind yeah, of yeah, it's bad blood crip shit. And I be like, I was never a gang member. Yeah, it was it's bad. I was in I don't a Zulu know. nation back in the day, but that that was about. I don't it. know what she be doing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, she put the thumbs up. Okay. okay, so thumbs up, we're good. But oh, shout out to you this week, man. Shout out to me this yeah, week. Yeah, okay. I don't know if any everybody probably saw it, but. The, his uh, Bill Cosby piece that, that that took off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was a really a really good piece. 
I felt uh, uh, it was balanced. Mm-hmm. I felt it was fair. Yeah. And I felt it really addre- addressed some issues that needed to be addressed. And from time to time, uh, you know, I have to be able to do that. And, and that was bothering me. I woke up in the morning. I had saw Blue Pills joint. It was dope. Yeah. I saw Griff's joint. It was dope. And I was like, you know, but I have a different perspective mm-hmm. for the most part. And I want to get at it. So I told you, we're going to do a separate piece. Yeah. And uh, we at 87,000. Not to count numbers, but 87,000. Yeah. If I hit 100, you can't look at me for a week. You you must buy. I, 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 I give you the, a pat on the back. You must go, your dad, you the champ. I give you a pat on the back. But, you know, for the viewers, for the listeners, go out, watch that video, share it, show everybody. Yeah, help us get that to 100 stacks. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I went into... Uh, the Range Rover dealer last week, and are you trying to? Okay, I tried to give them the subs. I say we 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 <laughs> almost said twenty thousand subs. I say nah, you know, max out the range. Give me everything with it. I said okay, the, sir. The, the exclusive you, package. The exclusive. Okay. They said how would you be paying yeah. with that? I said that's not a problem. Twenty thousand subs. Yeah. And they was like uh, security. That's that's not how this works over here. So I didn't. I don't know how the subs work. Uh, I thought I could cash yeah. them in or. But no, they're just people who like the show, so let's... I have a Cosby Ghetto story. Go ahead. About my... You know, one, one day I'm going to make a compilation of all of these Cosby Ghetto stories. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell you a story. Probably, probably December, like at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the year was 1999, and I had just launched my website called hiphopnyc.com. You know, this, we was doing okay. it thing. You know, the websites had just started taking off. And we was like, we're going to get us a website, right? Right. And then uh, they was doing the How Can I Be Down conference mm-hmm. in Miami. Right. You know what I mean? So we said, look, this is the perfect time. Go down to Miami, mm-hmm. launch the website. Right. So my wife has been my secretary and my partner for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I told the fellas, me, Dave, chill. I said, listen, don't worry about it. Y'all know wifey's on it. She's going to not only oh, okay. give us the itinerary. Okay. Yeah. She's going to print up the itinerary. It's going to look very professional, yeah. right? So she did all that, printed it up. She gave me the itinerary. I checked the flight times. And next thing you know, I wanted to see what hotel we were in. Right. And I looked down, and it said, the banana bungalow. Now, right there, I should have been like, something ain't right. Yeah. Right? But I said, no, wifey wouldn't do that to mm-hmm. us. This must be a plush hotel. Okay. Because I got my boys with me, you know. And then even when we got off the plane, you know, you meet other artists and shit. They say, yo, where y'all staying at? I was like, yo, we, we at the Banana. They said, oh, you at the Coco Cabana? I said, no, 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 not the, not the Coco Cabana. We at the Banana, like the bungalow. Yeah. Like, if we going to come out here, we going to do it a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how we do it. So we, we get to the Banana Bungalow, and uh, they don't even have, like, a building. It's like an office that we have to go to right off the strip, way, way down the strip, like way down. And then we have to walk through an alleyway to get to our room. And I swear, it was the worst rooms I had ever seen. Remember Scarface Mm -hmm. when he was making the first drug deal? Yeah. The the shit was like that. The furniture was falling apart. It was crazy. I had to, that was the first time I Alejandro wifey. And I had to do it in front of my boys. Like, you, you know what? When I get back, uh, some heads is going to roll <laughs> in the office. We didn't even have an office. You know what I'm saying? Because this, this is embarrassing. I got clients. And when they left the room, I said, boo, I love you. you know? But to her credit, when I looked at the website, 
It looked nice. They they must have just put the new furniture Yo, in. I feel like all took ho- pictures. All hotels do that. Yeah, yeah. So that's my uh my Cosby ghetto story. That's a true story. Let's clap that up. Yeah. All hotels do that. Yeah. Whenever you in Miami. Yeah, like they take like when they when they just build it. Yeah, yeah, don't 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 stay. Yeah, at the they, just, they take all the pictures and then those will be the pictures on the website. Yeah, I mean you the furniture there, like, was falling apart. I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Yeah, he was facts. like, Y'all like the Coca Cabana? No, no, no. We have the banana. So, so uh, uh yeah. on Friday, after our last show, the Carter Five dropped. Ooh. Carter Five. What did you think? Christopher Ingram, shout you out. Oh, shout out to Christopher Ingram. Big up fan. Um, I thought the first half, I felt he front loaded the album. And what I mean by that is I felt all the new songs mm-hmm. were at the front of the album. Yeah. Then I could tell that the songs from probably the original Carter Five were at the end of the album. So if you're going to listen to the album, listen to the first 10 songs. First 10, 11 songs, I felt Wayne's flow is back. I felt his punch bar game was tight. I felt the five years off, <clears throat> he grew. Yeah. I felt his music had substance. You okay. know what I mean? He was talking about his kids. He opened up with a message from his mom, which was real spooky for me because... It was called I Love You Dwayne and that's my name and that's the message that my moms would basically give to me and the picture on the album cover is a picture of me and my mother. It was real spooky stuff. And I thought the opening song with XX was a little whiny. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. But I felt it was perfect for the moment. You know what I mean? Um, I thought it was pretty good. The, the uproar joint with Swiss Beats, that's a, that's a layup. That's, you can't mess that up. Yeah, yeah. And right? I don't know if I'm giving him all the credit because it's kind of like, that's one of those beats. All you have to do is just... Throw the beat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah you in yeah. cruise control. With but that it, it's something that's going to rock yeah. in the club. You already see uh, dudes doing the uproar challenge and yep. uh, things of that nature. I felt the joint Mona Lisa with, with, uh, with Kendrick, Kendrick yeah. was crazy. Yeah, they smoked that. They smoked that, telling the story about how they setting dudes up. An amazing. I like story rhymes. I'm yeah. vintage hip hop. We used to always have story rhymes. Mm-hmm. I think Biggie epitomized what the story rhyme was really all about. All oh, right, right. But prior, we always told stories. I thought Lil Wayne telling the story there was dope. The joint with Travis Scott was 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 pretty cool too. Um. So overall, I uh, I thought it was decent. I didn't need 23 songs. So I needed about 13. And we said that. I said, I said like, I don't want to hear... Because, first of all, Drake, how many... Um, 25. 25. He, this had 23, and Drake's was considered a double album. But I thought uh, uh, Wayne did that simply because we waited so long. Yeah. Not we. You know, yeah. his fan base. But I feel like that just takes away the, the genius of a great album. Because it'll start off high, <laughs> and then by the time you get exhausted... It'll leave you just so. Tight. So now you see what Kanye was trying to do. No, and we we said that was right? genius with his seven songs. Yeah. Joint, it's like I really only need to hear seven or eight songs right. of an artist, and if this if if it's this best seven or eight songs, right. then we in. That's amazing. What what my the way I interpret uh, albums with a lot of songs is you're not confident in a lot of them. Right. You're not confident. You, you, so you're throwing you're something on the wall and whatever sticks. sticks. Right. Sticks. Rock Kim used to give you 10 songs. 11 songs. Yo, 444 was 10 songs. Yeah, yeah. 10, fire. 10 songs, fire. Jay-Z didn't have nothing else to say after those 10 songs. I thought that was dope. I think the one with him and Beyonce was nine? Yeah. Nine mm-hmm. songs or something like that? Or? Well, it, it, say what you want about the album. It was a great album. No, the album was great. Yeah. I tried not to like it. I yeah, liked it. Yeah, it was you a know, great I, album. I, I really did. 
Uh, support positive messages. Thank you, Angela Height. Oh, thank you. Thank Appreciate you so that. much. So I thought, I thought, um, you know, and, and then I'm going to talk about some things a little later on as we talk about music. But I thought the album was pretty decent. I mean, I'm not a Lil Wayne fan. I became a fan, and I, I was looking for growth. He didn't talk a lot of drug selling, a lot of that crazy stuff. He talked issues. He, you know, yeah. he's a grown ass. He needs to remove Lil from his name. He needs yeah. to be Wayne now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could tell he's an older artist because he still says like T H A, like the, like yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like we don't even right. Your generation has no idea what that is. It's like a no, it, it does, but we kind of just left and, it alone. Right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I, I, I was happy with it. I was yeah. happy with it. Me and Eli rocked out to it. You know, he's a Wayne fan. No, I appreciated it. And we and we listened to it in halves. We at the thirteen uh joint we just stopped. Yeah. And then we took a break and then we got back at it. Yeah. So I thought uh I thought it was cool. Was it a classic? No. Yeah. No. Thank you. Not That's what I wanted to hear. It not was people talking this is the album of the year, and I'm just like, no. No. It's not even close to the album of the no, year. No, but it was good. I, I I wasn't disappointed until I got the song fifteen, sixteen, seven, and not that they were bad songs. I can just tell that they were dated songs. Mm-hmm. I can tell the first. Even I, I even like the drink with Nicki Minaj on the other I like side the, no, of the moon. I like that. That was a great song. That was a great song. That was song. a great song. You know what I mean? So, no, no. I had no problems with Lil yeah. Wayne. And I think he got that out of the way. And he's going to hit you with the card of six. Or something by the end of the year or when, when the year turns. Because mm-hmm. now he owns his own masters now, right, right? right? Okay, now it's time to get that money. So, I, w- I want to know uh, what people think. This ranks in his Carters, like in the Carter discography. Jalicia Shepard, thank you so much. Thank you. If I miss your name, because we talking, please forgive us. We thank all of you for the support. We really do. I want to know what people, because I don't think this was better than the Carter 4. Okay, some people were saying it was better than the Carter 4, but not better than the Carter 3. Carter 3, we, we, I think we can all agree Carter 3 was the album, the apex the top of the mountain. Okay. The you okay. know that's gotta okay. be. Okay. So Carter Two is my favorite. Okay. Okay. I felt that was because and if you remember when Wayne took off when he was like that was between the Carter Two and Carter Three. Right. 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 That those were his moments where where he was killing with a everything. feature song was his song. Right. The feature was his. If he you was on your feature, you it, lost. You lost. It was you lost. like why'd you do that to yourself? Right. Absolutely. So that's why the Carter Two, the Carter Three, like you said, was probably the, the peak. apex. Yeah, the peak. The, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Four didn't drop too much. Four was great. I, that's when I came on board. Yeah. Four, I came on board with four. Four was great. And said, "Oh, this kid's got some skill." But it wasn't. It didn't have any. It didn't have as much substance, though. Okay, okay, okay. Bars were all the songs with us, great songs, didn't have a lot of substance. Now, substance only applies to people my age. You know, when I listen to younger people, uh, I give them a little bit more credit than a lot of the old school dudes, uh, uh, so-called old school dudes who are are firmly set that if DJ Premier didn't produce this shit, it's whack. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit more lenient because I was a kid, too, and I understand we didn't always have it all together. You know okay. what I'm saying? And some of the stuff that we put out. But as an older person now, I'm looking for growth. Like, what did you put out from album one? Did he grow for album two, three? Like, J. Cole is growing. Right. You know what I mean? J. Cole, again, I think people misunderstood and thought I was saying he wasn't a dope artist. I was saying I wasn't impressed with that specific album. But in retrospect, Travis, in retrospect, I thought it really resonated with the times. Okay. So... Big up to uh, all of these artists, because I'm going to talk about them in a little bit. 
uh, uh, what I feel the transformation of music is heading today. Okay. <clears throat> you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Yo, did you um, did you get the text from Trump? Uh, Jimmy Noel, twenty. Uh, appreciate it. Has Kanye lost his mind? Uh, marbles. We're gonna talk about it. Oh, Hang good look, there. good look, Jimmy. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna t- had to, so you asked me, did I get the Trump? Yeah, did you get the text from Trump? I did not get the. I, I must have an Obama phone. Really? Because I didn't get no text from Trump. Like, I was in my feelings about it. I was actually in the people. bank, and everybody like went off at the same time. We were just looking at each other like, "Yo, mm, interesting." Yeah. Interesting. So it was uh uh like an amber. It went off like an amber alert. You know okay. What I'm saying? But it was a presidential alert. It was a test. You know, see if he. I guess see if he could do it. Okay. And what's the purpose of it? Is the question. That's the question. That's because somebody <clears throat> joked and said, "I thought this was the announcement for the first purge, like for the first." Well, well, exactly, yeah. right? Yo, the purge starts at midnight. Yeah, kill as many niggas as you like. Uh, oh, oh, I'm on a nigga challenge. I, my wifey said I says nigga too much. I didn't. That's, that's, saying, that's probably my problem too, because I don't. I didn't hear it as much as. So I'm on a personal nigga challenge. I'm not gonna stop saying nigga. I'm just gonna cut it down a little bit. You know. And wifey's looking at me with a side eye. But uh, anyway, um, so, and this is not just to him. I think FEMA is involved with this too. He can't just do that by himself. So this might be a FEMA collaboration with the FCC and Trump. But why are they doing this? What did the message say? It was, this was the message. This is a test of a national wireless emergency alert system. No action is needed. Presidential alert. Interesting. Because you remember uh, the big the big thing was uh, Apple was fighting so people, you know, so the government wouldn't interfere with their stuff. With, with, with your privacy. With your privacy. Right. And this is kind of just impeding on all of that. This is impeding. This is overriding all of that. Yeah. So that the president... So maybe this is step one in some things. We got to pay attention. Nothing happens arbitrarily. I'm yeah. always speaking about that. When they do things like somebody made a mistake and sent off the nuclear uh, alert in Hawaii. Hawaii or I forget yeah. when it was. And I was saying that wasn't an accident. You don't just accidentally send yeah. off a nuclear alert. You know what I mean? So we have to be careful to understand what this means, what kind of power this gives the president, and you know how it's going to affect us Collectively, yeah. First of all, uh, a lot of our uh, liberties are being snatched on the low, right? Are they? Remember, we were talking about the Alex Jones thing. Remember, they kind they took away his PayPal. Oh, they took away his PayPal. See? Yeah, that's what I meant to discuss last week, and it kind of over you know slipped my mind. Once they start messing with the money, yeah. This affects all of us, and they're using Alex Jones, in my humble opinion, as the trial. So we can't say this is a racist attack mm-hmm. on us. Because we all here, you know, doing this. And once they start messing with the PayPal, a lot of people are going to be in trouble. Because now you're messing with the money. You're right. messing with the support. And for them to say, well, we are not accepting your payments because we don't believe in your message. That's a Fifth Amendment uh, violation of free speech yeah. and so forth and so on. Fifth? Is that the Fifth Amendment? First. I plead the Fifth. The fifth is, no. That's a, that was the first. He just got all oh, of that. The wrong. First Amendment of yeah, the freedom. Okay. All right. That was well, bad. I'm not a history. That was bad. No. <laughs> I don't care. That was still yeah. bad. But but oh the fifth means you don't have to speak, right? You can uh you, you can object from speaking yeah. in front of Congress. Fifth I remember Dave Chappelle was killing that. So your first amendment right. I'm first sorry. First amendment. First amendment right. That's why I have you here. Yes. To correct the yes. things 
Because I will be all over the place. Yeah, I was really going to let it go. And I was just like, wait. Yeah, don't let that go. Because then somebody will troll me. Yeah. See, he thought it's an agent. He don't even know the amendments yeah. and shit. You know, speaking of amendments. No. Um. So we got to keep our eye on how this, uh, you know, them him being able to get directly to you. Yeah. To, uh, you know, so if they impeaching, is he going to be putting out other messages? Right. Watch out. Is he draining the swamp? Right. We're going to talk about all of this stuff. We're going to try to... Make sense of it to the best of our ability while we're here. Yeah, yeah. that's all we can do. So keep an eye on Trump because, uh, you know. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. That could be you. Yeah, somebody actually emailed us about that. I got to get back okay, to Okay, so we'll get back to them because yeah. that could be you. Definitely. Uh, you know, you could say your name and, uh, you you know, Urban X. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the uh, the Quincy Jones interview you told me about. The Quincy Jones interview. Uh, not interview, the documentary. The documentary. Yeah. Listen, you can say what you want to say personally mm-hmm. about Quincy, but his work ethic, his discography, what he has done, how he has shaped music, how he has shifted paradigms with his ability to make music and sound alchemy is un. Parallel. Facts. Separate the person from the music. I know it's hard to do in this generation yeah. because you're into other people's politics and stuff like that. The people he worked with from Dizzy Galepsi uh, to uh, 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 Frank, Sinatra. Frank Sinatra all the way up to Michael and all of his hardships uh, you know, his uh, a drinking problem, his marriage, uh, his marriage, marriage issues, problem, yeah. which I understand. Artists during that day could not maintain a marriage because you was married to the music. And ladies out there, it just it, if you are married to an artist, a true artist, not somebody just out here for a money grab and want fame, they, they different. You know what I mean? And it's not that they don't love you. and It's just they are married to that sound to those drawings, to those pictures, to those dances. They are obsessed with that. And, uh, you know, back in that time, you had to spend a lot of time on the road. Yeah. So marriage wasn't a thing that was going to work. What, and what got me about that, Doc, because I told you I was watching it, and then by the time it got up to where he started working with Michael Jackson on Off the Wall and Thriller, I was like, he had worked with everybody everybody up to that point. I was just everybody. like, damn. You name it, Sarah yeah. Vaughn. All kind of people are doing so much stuff, and what he has contributed can't be taken away. Like you I'm sure I mean? the way he listens to music is probably like frustrating. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. Like, Especially when an artist comes in and they're trying to play the keyboard, and he's like, "Oh, really? Yeah, really? yeah." After listening to you know, uh, 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 you know, what's my man Hen- Hendrix yeah. and and all of these uh, 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 you know amazing artists, Ray Charles, Ray Charles, yeah. and who I didn't know that they were boys like that. I didn't know Ray Charles took him under his wing. You never saw the movie? I did, but... Oh, that's right. He was in the he movie, was, right? Yeah. He sure was. Uh, but it, it just... It crystallized their, their their relationship a little bit more for me watching this documentary. And um, I just thought it really, really was amazing. And it made you... And my post on Facebook was... If you want to be humble and inspired at the same time, you mm-hmm. need to watch this. Because it will humble you when you think you've done something. Yeah. Right? This man worked 24 hours. This worked and worked and worked. And the cool thing about it is 
Back then, I was explaining this to my nephew who's trying to be a manager. They worked on handshakes. Yeah. That was your, your ethics. And you, you know what I'm saying? Was a handshake. You know what I'm saying? Your integrity was based on a handshake. Yeah. It wasn't no, we need no contracts. Now, granted, Frank Sinatra was in the mob, so all he can mm. really do is give you a hand. Hey, mm. take your handshake, you moly. Mm. Yeah, take that few dollars. Don't, don't ever come in here. Mm. And who am I doing now? I don't know. I get lost in my characters. Who's this? Eh? That's, that, that might be Capone. I, that, I don't know who I that is. Piss on his grave. I want to piss on his ass. I'm going to go to his grave. I want to piss on his ass. Okay, back to what we were saying. Serious shit. Um, Quincy Jones is an amazing individual. He had these brain tumors. Remember, yeah, he almost man. died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which probably affected. He had to relearn how to write music. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it affected him not to give the whole documentary away. You need to see that. Yeah, that's dope. Right? Really and good. then you balance out all the other stuff you think you heard about him. I'm not even going to get into all of that stuff. I'm talking about pure ethics, pure work, pure contributions. And I didn't know there was only 12 musical notes. For the strings. For the strings. Yeah. In the history of strings. To this day, it's the same 12 strings. No matter how you blend them. Now, the alchemy comes in by mixing certain strings. And we're in a digital era. So now you can almost expand and cheat the sound of the strings. Because I told you, digital sound is what sound would sound like if it was really sound. So it's not really sound. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Work with that. Whatever that. Let man. that roll around in your head movies, right? So it is an interpretation of actual sound because now we are acclimated into this matrix and that's what the sound would sound like. You're hearing it a lot with these mumble rappers. We're going to talk about that. All right. The way the sonics is moving now, it's almost like it's a cheat code involved. So big up to Quincy Jones and that documentary. Put your personal feelings aside in terms of what you think he did here and some of the things he said, we're all in agreement with that, but none of us are perfect, and we're seeing that with Bill Cosby. We're going to see that as a, a continuing trend of great artists who, you know, had a darker side yeah. or a side mm -hmm. of them that didn't balance out or, you know what I'm saying, equate. But just the music and just the lives he's changed and just the dignitaries that he moves with. When he was trying to get uh, people, when he was inviting people. Absolutely. To uh, his presentation of the Smithsonian in D.C., uh, he was just like, yeah, get Oprah. Get yeah, Will he Smith. was just naming these people like they're my friends. You bring Oprah. <laughs> Colin Powell. Colin Powell. And then yeah. Colin Powell wasn't going to come. He said, well, what's his number? He got Colin Powell on the phone. He was like, hey, it's Quincy. He said, I need you there, man. I need you there, man. <laughs> Game. Okay, so you'll be there? All right, yeah, Colin's done. So I'm like, that's boss. And uh, so shout yeah. out. Quincy. Check that out. Yeah, check yeah, that you out. You need to check that yeah, out. Check that out. That you need to check that out. Absolutely. All right, whose phone is on? Is that you? That's you. No. Oh. Oh. So, uh, Shig Knight. Yeah, this, uh, he got sentenced today. Sentenced to 28 years. Today. Ouch. That's basically life with him. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, that's a long time. 28 years in the bank. Yeah, the fall. The, the fall from like where he was, Grace, yeah, and yeah. then to this, it looks crazy. Yeah, um, here's the thing, um, when he came in the industry, if he understood industry policy, he'd still be around, hmm. right? He came in to take the industry over, but he crossed a lot of people. 
He was flexing his muscle too much and, and bringing in too many gangbangers. Let's just keep it a buck. Literally who, flexing Who didn't muscles. understand the importance of business. And this is important for us, right? When we always talk about run your own business, we need to know how business is run, not just numbers, also how we conduct business with other people, how we create relationships that are important. Mm -hmm. That's what Jay-Z meant by, he said, teach you how to move in a room full of vultures. I know these are vultures. You know they are vultures. But how do we exchange and trade so that we both can put ourselves in a situation to win? Most people go to their jobs knowing their boss is a racist. But you still have to get up because it ain't about your boss. It's about you. It's about little, little man man who needs sneakers or, you know, your daughter who needs tuition. And even that should be a temporary thing for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you got to work a job, hold your head up and understand that, but know who the enemy is and learn why you're there. Who says you can't be on the job learning how things are conducted and, uh, you know, these meetings? Sit in on some of those meetings, the ones you would normally skip out and go to lunch to. Find out what they're talking about because this may become important to you later on in life. Yeah. So Suge came in with muscle and power and he exerted it to the fullest of his ability. And the effects of that meant that there were people inside of the industry who wanted to get rid of him. All right. They wanted to get him out of the way because ah, and he was getting people's deals renegotiated. He was a beast. Like he looked at your contract, your, your money straight. Like he told uh, <laughs> Dre. He told Dre. He said, your money straight. You sure? You know, I have my, I have my people look I have over my that. People look over that for you. Right. So he took Mary J. Blige's contract. Joe to see. He was like, uh, nah, nah, this ain't right. And he would walk in the office and they would see Shug and be like, <laughs> we're sorry, Shug. There must have been some kind of mistake in, and had their contracts redone. So in that sense, I get it. You know what I mean? But you, he was scaring white folk. And you have to have a foundation to really scare white folks. Mm. And I don't think he built that yet. So he had these, these, these bloods coming out, uh, you know, giving them positions. They was moving a muscle around. And if anything, he should have had other people doing that work for him and kept his name and his reputation clean, sort of like Jay Prince. Yeah, yeah. Right? You ever hear Jay Prince talk? He looked like you just want to just cooperate. He'd just be <laughs> like, listen, man, uh... We don't have to go there with that. You've been like, God damn, this shit, this nigga's right. He's right. I mean? we, so we don't have to go there. We don't have to go there. So um, 28 years uh, is probably light work for the shit he's really done. Right. Can we be clear? Yeah. Not to pull a Cosby, like, yo, the case wasn't right, but he probably did some shit, but... Let's let's look at Shilk's history. Well, he he killed somebody on camera like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that alone should get it done. He yeah, killed yeah. somebody, but you know. yeah, yeah. Among other things, among other things, they just yes. giving him twenty years for the death. Yeah, right. But I wrote in my first book, Hip Hop Decoded, that when when Biggie or Pop was killed, he was on probation while being on probation while being on probation. Now, how is that even possible? The, yeah, he was on probation. And then he got on probation for that probation and was on probation again. So they kept him out on the street because it benefited them. Oh, wow. So they can execute some of the things that we see going on behind the scenes. Diddy took a different route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He dealt with uh, Clive Davis and they had a relationship. Oh, okay. You know, 
a relationship that went <laughs> a different kind yeah, of I way. Did. Yeah, I didn't catch that. <laughs> so, okay. um, you know, and, 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 and she'll dealt with uh, Jimmy Iovine. And you know what I'm saying? So they had a, a, a relationship as well. And I say all of that to say this man had it all in his hand. He had Dr. Dre. He had Snoop. Yeah, Tupac. He had Tupac. He had the Dog Pound. Mm -hmm. Uh, and right now, if he was still around, he'd have Kendrick Lamar. He'd probably have a bunch of these other artists. And, you know, it slipped all through his fingers. Because he knew gangster, but he didn't know business etiquette and yeah. how to mix the two. Because they there is a fine line where you mix the two. Don't think these... But, but you don't have to mix it. Like, you, you know, your, that's your my people... That's my point. Yeah. Your people are supposed to yeah. handle these things for you so that you stay clean. You know what I mean? And um, so he got 28 years. His son was on... And I'm also going to say he holds a lot of secrets. Oh, yeah. He holds... But he's not a snitch. He holds a lot of secrets. He probably can bury a lot of people if, yeah. he, if he really wanted to. Oh, yeah. And he got his original money from Harry O. Who he gave him a half a million... No, a million and a half. A million point five yeah. to start Godfather yeah. Entertainment. Mm. Which... Uh, Death Row was going to be a subsidiary of. Okay. And his lawyer, who he. he uh, 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 Kenner. Kenner, the lawyer. The, the who, Italian dude. Who's lawyer? Sugar's lawyer? Sugar's lawyer. Okay. Kenner. Uh, he first was working with Harry O. Okay. And then they double crossed Harry O and it got crazy. Harry O called me. I remember you told me. Yeah, from San Quentin. He was going to fly me out to San Quentin prison and we were going to discuss some things. And then uh, I didn't get another call. <laughs> Seemed like the call just. Uh, and I was gonna go, you know what I'm saying? He read yeah. my book. Yeah. He said my book was was moving in the, yeah. in San Quentin, and he sounded just like a goddamn gangster. Mm. He said, "Yo, wait, what's up, man? I see you read my book. Tell you what, I'm gonna get my people. We gonna fly you out to San Quentin." And I was saying, "Okay, <laughs> well, shit, you said it." No, but I was gonna go and and, and build with the God. He yeah. had a couple of book ideas that I thought were great. You know, I'm not gonna mention them now. Maybe he's still working on them. I don't know. And, uh, you know, so he was well connected and he mm. stayed connected. And uh, so, you know. So uh, his son was uh, on Instagram. <clears throat> was it? Yeah, it was on Twitter. One of the two. Uh -huh. Saying that uh, Tupac's alive in Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Tupac's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that rumor was so done with, man. Malcolm, come on. Let's have some fun with this. Okay, okay. What did you think about that when you heard that? Uh no, uh, so initially, like I was at first same thing. I was like, I thought this was done, but then I thought like that would be dope. But then I, again, I thought if Tupac showed up, all bets is off. I'm out of here, okay? Yeah. Because that would be the greatest goddamn hoax, yeah, of, like ever, ever. Like like yeah. growing up, I thought Bruce Lee was still alive. You know, that's in my yeah. era. We, yeah. Bruce ain't dead, son. Nah, cause I, you know, I thought Elvis was still alive. Yeah. Cause before I found out, he said all black people could do is buy his records and sign his shoes. I was an Elvis fan. Yeah. Now nah, Elvis is not dead. And then for this new generation, yeah. it became Tupac. And, but you, you, you know what's really strange about this story? A couple of things. Shug has been saying that the whole time. Yeah. In all of Shug's interviews, he says slick shit like, no, Tupac ain't dead. I don't know what y'all talking about. Pac alive. And he just keep on going. Yeah. Like when he said the Easy e Oh, the, put the AIDS in the needle and hit him with, with that easy E thing. And he just kept it moving like, <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. And not only him, 
a couple of other people been saying weird shit like that. Scratch. If he wasn't live, I ain't gonna say nothing. So I don't know and, uh, where these uh, rumors started. His estate just won back his um. His estate just won back all of his music. Unreleased music. You know, his estate never got paid for those. Um, never got paid royalties. How's that possible? That's that's what I heard. that's what I read somewhere. Like his like never got paid for any of those um, album royalties. Mm. Oh, and, and then let me say this as an artist. All right, I don't know no artist that got five hundred songs in the can unreleased. Yeah, that's but another no, no, thing, Prince. But but Prince has mm. been making music his whole fucking life. Let's keep in mind, Tupac came out of jail. Okay, this is a very small period of time. He came out of jail in 95 or whatever. People in the chat can check the time. I don't know for sure. He died in 96. 97. He died in 96. Did he? Pop, I mean, Biggie died in 97. Uh, okay. This motherfucker died in 96, September of 96. I don't know no artist that can make 300 songs in that period of time. I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. I'm an artist. I've been an artist a long time. You might have two albums. In the, that's why Biggie had like, what, 30, not even 20 songs. I haven't heard 20 unreleased Biggie songs yet. I'm just keeping it a buck. This nigga had 500 songs. <laughs> I started seeing either somebody is impersonating his voice and they getting that money. Yeah. Or this is Tupac. You see what I'm saying? Then I heard, what was one of the uh, Don Columinati songs where he said, Shook shot me. Oh, you know, he, I was hearing all kind of <clears throat> weird shit. You just made that up. No, no, no. That's not fake news. On one of them songs, he said some shit like, Shook shot me. I'm dead. Something, man. Some, some, the young people know what I'm talking about. Because they, you know, the Tupac fans, they know and shit. It was something really weird, okay? And, and uh, you know, so now the son <laughs> is either got an album coming out, which I'm hearing, and he's wilding, or he's telling the truth. The truth is stranger than fiction. So I started rolling around in my head movies, like, could Tupac be alive? He got cremated, right? And, like, quick. He ain't Jewish. <laughs> he ain't fucking Jew. You know, the Jews, they got to put you in the ground quick, right? <clears throat> I heard the, uh, and this is out of Shug's mouth. He said the dude who did the cremation retired after the cremation. Mm? Mm? <laughs> See, this is all making sense now. He cremated because this was quick. It wasn't really a cremation. He retired. Then there's that guy going on the internet saying he the one who smuggled Tupac out of the country into Barbados and then via Barbados into Cuba to be with who? Asada Shakur. Mm? I'm telling y'all, Tupac's alive. That's why I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to lay on that. Your, your turn. No, no. Uh, that's that was that was funny. Dude, Tupac yeah. is alive. Okay. Okay. I saw the picture with him and Fifty Cent. <laughs> him and Beyonce. He has to be alive. Okay. Son. He did an album, the Illuminati. You know, the over the seven. Uh, it faked his own death. Oh, yeah. Right. All right? Okay. Okay. He was shot on the 6th. He died on the 13th. Seven days. Seven day theory. Mm-hmm. Listen, for all the people out there who believe he alive, Black Dot is with y'all. <laughs> Until uh, probably later on the night, but I'm with y'all right now. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. That's funny. If this nigga show up, all bets is off. I ain't believing nothing. 
ever yeah, that'd again. be crazy. Now, Biggie's dead. So for you guys who want to try to turn this into another uh, beyond, you know, beyond the dead, yeah. they both alive and they're coming back to battle. No, Biggie's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, man. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Yeah, I, I watched uh, t- today. As a matter of fact, I watched uh, LeBron's documentary, um, Student Athlete. Mm. Well, it's about like so. It followed, I think, four. Uh, either current student athletes, current student athletes, or former student athletes, mm-hmm. and it was sad, man. Like just to watch. What was so sad about? So they had one kid. He was uh, a senior, he, top basketball player. He was, you know, getting looked at by a lot of different schools and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they had this one dude who played at Rutgers University, and he got hurt. I think his last, you know, he even made it to the Bears training camp. Bears, many, you know, mm-hmm. he got hurt. So he was looking for work outside. He was working like four jobs. While he was still going to school or they took his scholarship away? No, no. This is after he graduated. Oh, this is after he graduated. Okay. Four jobs. He was working like at 4 a.m. at, uh, I think, Foot Locker or something, like just to open it up. Then he was working at a school. Mm. Then he was coaching. And then he was working at Sports Authority, like wow, uh, sp- wow, Dick wow. Sporting Goods. Wow. And then living in his car. Couldn't even pay rent off that. Wow. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So like. His his um guess mental was telling him like yo you're burning yourself out like you're literally killing yourself mm-hmm. and then he was still you know trying to work out trying to get like a tryout somewhere uh, arena football stuff yeah, like that yeah yeah then there was another dude who played at Baylor he walked on to Baylor squad. to Baylor squad okay. made the team started I think he played every game he scored the first touchdown at Baylor's new stadium they won a Big Ten championship or something mm-hmm. he was his uh. He was a walk-on, so he didn't have a scholarship. So he couldn't. His parents couldn't afford to pay the the tuition. Tuition, yeah. His friends' grandparents heard about that, right? His friends' grandparents. His okay. friends' grandparents heard about that. They said, "Listen, we know you're working hard. We want to give you some money, so just so you could have some food to eat, place to live. Thousand dollars, I think a thousand dollars a month or a week, something like that." Mm, mm. And NCAA found out he was ineligible to play. Oh. Uh. And then the, the 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 grandparents were talking. They were like, "Yo, it was I'm not a booster. My my grandson goes to that school, but I just wanted him to be able to you know to go to school. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, NCAA, you know, you know how they rules are. So, so in in jest, this is the NCAA taking advantage of everybody, everybody. But you can't take advantage of them. Yes. So it's a, it's a, it's the greatest Ponzi scheme going. Because for those who will say, "Well, you're getting a scholarship. I don't need a scholarship." I'm going to play ball. You know I'm going to play ball. Yeah. So this is a vehicle for me to get to that next step. And my thing is this. Most of these kids are poor. And if you're an athlete, you really got all your eggs in that one basket. Mm-hmm. You may not even be there for education. All your eggs is in this basket. So you kind of need this. They know you need this. They're making billions of dollars. They actually make uh, the NCAA for football. They make more than the NFL. Wow. They generate more than NFL, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, and all the teams you see are filled with black players for the most part. Yeah. You get some white players too. Um, and this is another way that we are constantly being exploited. You know what I mean? No no different than the music industry where they could just uh, have an open mic session and find two or three talented people yeah. and ride them to stardom. In my book, Urban Culture Decoded, plug. Plug. I also mentioned how... They create this talisman, uh, you know, based on 
the individuals. Like if it's rappers, I told you they provide the environment for the rappers to thrive. So they'll get you women and mm. drugs and alcohol and put you in front of the studio because they know that's where the magic takes place. Even back in Quincy Day, Quincy Jones days, right. right? This same formula is what it is, right? So when you see these kids today getting high and doing music, I'm not saying you can't do one or the other. You can, yeah. but it, it, it's, it, it's, it's built into the fiber. Whereas if I'm white and I need a black talisman to take me to higher places and he's a ball player, I have to create a different environment for him. I have to get him away from drugs. I have to get him away from girls. <clears throat> I have to get him or her away from all of that stuff. Teach them how to read and provide a, a, a situation with a steady home where he can work on his jump shot because when he gets signed, he will then turn around and figure I was the one yeah. who made this happen. And that creates a handler situation. And we're going to talk about handlers a little bit later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, so I watched this um, this show. It was on Spike TV a couple years ago. It was called Blue Mountain State, right? So okay. the, uh, throughout the whole like uh, throughout the whole season, they were wilding. You know, football team, they were wilding, doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And then at the end, like the very last, second to last episode... NCAA said like, "Yo, we found out y'all were doing all this, like all stuff like from the past seasons. Mm-hmm. So none of y'all are eligible to play in the bowl game. They got to the national championship. None of y'all are eligible to play, mm. right? So uh, the main character, he's like, he was just doing all this studying, and at the end, he goes, "Yo, all these NCAA rules are made up." Like, he said, "Who govern? Like, wh- wh- like who governs this? Who governs this? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, and who gave y'all the power to do so? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So and that's the question." And it was it's a funny show, but then you have to like really think about that. Absolutely. They wield and I believe they're a five oh one C three. I know the NFL is they don't even pay taxes. Oh. All right. So this is really big money. I wanna speak about the pyramid energy that I always speak about the, the uh you know, the capstone, the detached part of the capstone. Um the pyramid energy is at the bottom of the pyramid, at the top of the pyramid is the NBA. It's only fifteen slots mm-hmm. a year, right? Twelve, thirteen players may make it. But at the bottom of the pyramid <coughs> is every six, seven-year-old, eight-year-old with aspirations. And then on the next level, it's the AAU. Yeah. And then it's the high school. And then it's the college. In between all of that is sporting goods stores, selling you basketballs. These are the things that fuel the top of the pyramid because everybody's focus and energy is to try to get there. Right. But only the cream of the crop will get there. But yet an entire industry is created. And the NFL, I mean, the, uh, you know, the college, all of that's a part of that. Same thing with the hip-hop industry. All of you guys ain't going to make it, but we go to Sam Ash, we buy microphones, you're doing this, you're doing that. It, it, those are the ones at the bottom. The next level might be the producers. Up here might be the video directors, up A&R directors. It's all a pyramid, but at the detached part of it is the cream of the crop. Those who make it. So understand what's going on. This is a multi-billion dollar industry, not just in college. Think about high school. Yo, um, they were so they were. I told you they were following uh, this. He was like number eight in the ESPN 100. Okay. And he he went he wanted to go to Kentucky, but uh, they had uh, basketball. Yeah. Okay. They wound up. It was um a sport uh, a brand rep. They had his voice disguised and things like that. And he was talking. He was yo. All we have to do is get next to these next rising stars. He said because now with social media, people follow them. 
just as much as they follow actual NBA players, absolutely. right? He absolutely. says, so all we got to do is get them wearing Nike, get them wearing Under Armour, absolutely. and maybe you know uh, sponsor their team, like we'll give their team some stuff. Big business, and that's worth more marketing than they can really. It's it's, it's big worth, business. Yes. I think they had Stephon Marbury on the cover of Sports Illustrated at fourteen. He was a phenom at fourteen, mm. right? Now they're going younger than that, yeah, because of social media. Mm-hmm. And if we see and what that see, this is why they don't worry about the future, because they control the present. Mm-hmm. They already know we're gonna ride this kid, Let's keep this kid safe, because he's gonna make us a lot of money. And not just individual people gonna make money; the industry itself makes money, right? We are the raw materials, and we have to start taking control more of our... We need to manufacture our own shit a little bit more. Uh, the way uh, they have a monopoly on the human body, basically. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? So we're making all of this money off of you, but you can't make a dime. Like, a dime. you don't even own your name. You can't get money for your signature. And it became real uh, prevalent when uh, the Fab Five yeah. in, in Michigan mm-hmm. with Jalen Rose and Chris Webber... Mm-hmm. And them guys right there who brought in the baggy shorts, the uh, high socks, and they were looking in these stores and seeing things that they manufactured or they brought, (coughs) and they couldn't, they could barely pay their rent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Remember, uh, remember they shut down the NCAA games because uh, one dude sued because... You know, they didn't have their last names in the game. They just had, like, numbers. Right, also. right, right. But in one of the bios, he found his number, and it was just like him. It's his likeness. Yeah, he was just like, yo. O'Bannon. O'Bannon. I think he played for UCLA. Yeah, he was just like, yo. And he sued them. Mm-hmm. Right? Shut that whole because thing down. Because now you're making goddamn video games with my likeness in it. And I can't get paid off. And that. I can't get paid. So we have to begin to understand we are the raw material. Don't, do not let somebody come in and take advantage of the raw material. We have to be smarter than that in this day and time. Yeah. Now, I always say, you know, I always give you my 400-year spiel. They're 400 years ahead of us in terms of understanding how this works. Doesn't mean that we have to take 400 years to catch them because time is an illusion. We're in a different time. We're in the quickening. But the first 400 years out of bondage is very critical because we do not even understand the principles of how this is set up, and they have set it up as dragnets to catch everything that comes their way and, and turn the shit into something lucrative for them. And a lot of our artists and basketball players and you know athletes die broke. Yeah. So you have to uh, big up Shaq and LeBron and them. And, and remember, uh, they're this taking was a different route. Executive produced by LeBron. So. This was executive produced by LeBron. You Who need to go see it. He didn't even play college ball, but the fact that he's... He understood. He understood. Yeah. Now, like I told you before, we got to be careful with this because now LeBron is tapping in to uncharted territory, yeah. pulling the skirt up on something the NCAA. Not that he's pulling the skirt up because it, everybody's been talking about it, but, but now he's going to give you an in-depth look at what's going on. But what can you do? Because... The NC, especially for football, it's only one way to get to the NFL, really. Right, absolutely. Um, they had some dude on the documentary. He said he only knows about one person who ever got to the NFL without playing college football mm. or college sports in general. Got you, got you. You know what I mean? So, and what was that player who was trying to do that? He had played only two years for uh, Ohio State. Maurice, Maurice Claret. Yeah, yeah. Maurice, Cl- Maurice Claret. Yeah, Maurice Claret. Claret. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, somebody mentioned it. So you know who I'm talking about. 
And uh, as a result of that, he couldn't get it done because you got to play three years. Appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that. So, um, you know, we we have to manufacture our own. Yeah, but everybody keeps trying to do it. LeVar Ball tried to do it. Uh, uh, They tried to do it with this other football league, or two other football leagues that I haven't seen anything about. Yeah, you know why? Because the NFL wasn't uh, wasn't built in one year. Yeah, yeah. So you got to be able to have enough money. And this is what I be telling people. I'm not against LeVar Ball, but he's got to have long money because his league has to be able to sustain ups and downs for about 10 years. And then when they see this league is not going nowhere, yeah. now it's going to be here. And then it'll have an upswing where you'll start seeing players like this is a household name. It's not gonna happen overnight, and they know that. So if you got short money, they get and then <laughs> with, with his, it's Floyd because uh, his whole motivation is his sons. Absolutely. So that's flawed in itself. It's flawed in itself because once they age out or they, right, then what happens? Were, what happens to your league? Will the motivation still yeah. be there? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying so. So so you know he, he smacks somebody. You didn't see that? He smacked, no, he smacked somebody. He smacked, yeah, like he got ejected. They was fighting. Yeah. Oh boy. So okay. All right. All right. So Lamelo. Lamello. Lamello. Oh, Lamello. Yeah, Lamello. Lamello did smack somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the frustration. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Your boy. Oh, yeah. Trump. So, uh, the New York Times, they got uh, a whole bunch of documents, like uh, financial documents from Trump's life. And they recently uh, discovered that like his whole claim to fame... Him being a businessman, this shrewd businessman, is all lies, all frauds, all frauds. Is anybody surprised? No, I'm. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No. But so they found out that um, four hundred and thirteen million dollars of his money, of his pops' money, of his pops' money was funneled to him yeah. tax free yep. through some back door. That's first that's, of all, that's impressive shit. <laughs> that's an impressive shit. No. First of all, um, his pops, what he was doing because he had his own real estate company, right? And he was making like a hundred million back then, right? The pops. The pops. Okay. Fred Trump. Side he, note: uh, these chairs are very uncomfortable. Yeah. I even need a little bit more ass, so we're gonna have to put a pillow here next week. Okay, continue. But um, what happened was his pops was like putting his sons and putting like Donald Trump's name down as like, you know, having positions in, mm-hmm. in the company. Mm-hmm. And at three years old, he was making like a quarter million a year. The three-year-old. Yeah, the three-year-old Donald yeah. Trump. Well, and then by the time he was eight, he was a millionaire. But check this out. We do uh, that in the hood. Yeah, I was saying, I, I, I was your saying, mother like, wouldn't put, you want to do that? You know damn well your mother done put the cable in your name and you was <laughs> one. And shit, you get 18 and your credit all fucked up and you don't even know what credit is. Credit? What? 200,000? My name, Cable, Comment, Knights. <laughs> you know, it's fucking crazy. You know, so we, 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 he got that concept for much. You know. No, but I was, when I heard about that, I was like, I can't blame him for that. No, I can't. Yeah. I can't. But Jewish people do that all the time. Dude. And their kids have stellar credit. Dude, the time I, I told you. About, turn, you I, told me I told this. you about my old coworker. Yeah, tell, that, tell a story. So, um, my old coworker, she was like, I guess she was paying her bills or whatever. She was Jewish. She was paying her bills, and then like her credit score was like on her, her computer screen. And I turned around, and it was like eight twenty. It was something like crazy. Yeah, something crazy. Something crazy. I was like, yo, and she was like, yeah, no. She said that when she was born, after she got her social security, her father. Paid off her hospital bills in her name, so she had. So she's like thirty two now. She has like thirty two years of credit. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Okay, 
Now, my mom's had the same concept. Put the cable bill in Wayne's name. But she just didn't pay the bill. Yeah. That's the only thing that happened. It was the same concept. It just didn't work out. So you're getting to understand the snapshot of how important the Jews understand what credit is. Yeah. Credit is a new form of, of racism. I told you that. So now they're not saying you can't move here because you're black or this and that. They say you got to have a 750 credit score. And they know yeah. black people's shit is 510, 511. I couldn't believe it. I got a, my credit card at uh, 18, 19 years old. I couldn't believe they did this. I said, yep. you're just going to give me this plastic. Yep. I can just go buy shit. I went and bought shit. Then they wanted their money. Yeah. I was like, yep. whoa, your money. I don't have that. So we have to understand the credit game. Uh, we have to understand the way this works because, uh, you know, that's that's the name of the game. So at birth, he paid it off. So Trump's dad is doing something similar. Yeah. Three years old, he worked a quarter of a billion. And then as he got 80, he was worth some more stacks. No, that's a good look. I'm not yeah. clap for that. I mean, look, bro, he, he got elected president. Off of uh, him being a bil- a self-made billionaire, uh, you know, but all that. Dude, Jay-Z owned the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Touche. Touche. That was a good one. And then when we looked at it, he owned 1%. Less yeah. than 1%. Less than 1%. So, you know, you fake it till you make it. It's all, you know. Yeah, touche. I told you, he, he, yo, the way... Uh, Atlantic City is just getting back in good shape, right? Okay. He, he bankrupted that city. He did. Based off of a lie that he had more money than he really had, and people were able to lend him. Right. So they was lending him more money. Lending him more money. Thinking he going to build Atlantic City up yeah. to something bigger. And, and, he, and then he... Did. So, yeah, fake it till you make it, man. Yeah, and... and, and but and, don't fake it till you make it. That's not good. Yeah, let's not get moral. See, that's the problem. America... I'm just telling you, America's. We, we playing by a different set of rules, and this is why we never win. They will cheat, lie, steal. If they don't get caught, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So his pops was funneling money through organizations, phantom organizations that don't exist. But we're now onto it. Look at, look, at, look at what hip-hop provided in terms of opportunities for dudes who had a little business acronym yeah. to wash their money. Yeah. And all business started like that. We can talk about the Rockefellers. We already broke all that stuff down. They all started illegitimately and then legitimized. Your goal is to cross over and legitimize your name, your legacy, and your money. That's that's the goal. So sure. I don't have any problems. <clears throat> I mean, we're going to start getting holier than thou. Okay. Touche. I just thought that was interesting. And uh, some of these, the tax laws that he broke, the... Um, Statue of limitations is up, so he can't right. Go to jail so he can't go to jail for that. And during the election, during the process when him and Hillary was going yeah. at it, she said, "You need to release your, your taxes." And he yeah. said, "Why? Why would I do that?" Yeah. Or something real slick along those like, no. lines. He's like, "No," he said, "I'm not doing it." Why would I do that? I'm yeah. a businessman. Yeah. So, and you know, uh, people have to understand. I I, I don't understand pol- politics very well, but I do know. If you have money and you're running your own business, you're fucking with Trump. You can say whatever you want to say. If you're looking for handouts yeah. and subsidies and all that other kind of shit, you, you, you know, you try yeah, to... They were, um, it was a commercial of these old people, and I guess it was to scare uh, millennials into voting. Like, mm-hmm. this November for, you know, during, you know, yeah, for, for the Senate and the things mid-terms. like that. Yeah, midterms. So, um, one of the uh, people, he was like, yeah, uh, no taxes? I'm rich. Trump is our guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it it makes sense. Yeah. Why yeah. people 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, but we get caught into propaganda. You know, and I, I said this to my friends, and, like, and we lose out on. And let me put this out there right now. Got it. All right. And and this is not a trick question. I want to put this out there to our audience. Please show me the policies created by Trump that are fucking black people over. Oh yeah. Not 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 what he said. Not what he says because. He said Haiti was a shithole yeah, yeah. and that was fucked up. But Hillary Clinton is the one who actually robbed Haiti. So I'm talking about, and it's not a trick question. I don't know. So for those of our people who understand this, show me. Because I want to be educated on if no. what he's put in place is any different than what Bush, Obama, and Clinton had in place. I need to know because everybody I know is doing well. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not giving him credit for that. I'm just simply saying, if you listen to some of these people, you would think that shit, shit just got real, and maybe it is, and I haven't seen it. Right. And if, if for those who also want to say, well, he's the new Hitler and all of that, that's cool too. But we're not talking about, uh, we're not talking about his rhetoric and how it's causing other people to act towards black people. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm we're talking, talking about, about actual policy. Actual policy. Because I, I, I'm, I'm actually curious as well. I'm just curious because I might be wrong. And like I said, it's not a trick question. I don't know the answer. I'm not, and I'm, I haven't voted in 30 years, so I'm not saying any of that. I just need to know because I like to base my anger and my energy off real shit, not off uh, uh, propaganda driven by the media, uh, the New York Times. And because they predicted he would lose, did they not? They did. And now they eating crow. So remember, yeah. there's a war going on. What's going on in, in the chat? Somebody's asking something. His tax fan a significant how? Yeah, I, I need to know how, Timothy. I'm not saying you're wrong. You could be right. I just need to know, like, what do yeah. the numbers say? Is is it uh, you know against poor people, black people? I need to know that because. I, I want to be able to understand, and how is that different than what Hillary Clinton, uh, a bill with the three strikes who sent more black people to jail than anybody. I need to know that so that I can measure it and say, yeah, this dude is way off the chart, uh, you know, compared to what Bush did. So not just unemployment is down. Is it down compared to when uh, Obama was in office. I need those numbers, so don't be so quick to run in and, and, and say something. So just work with us on that. And for those who think he's the new Hitler, uh, when you study Hitler, uh, who, fi who financed Hitler? America. Okay, so a lot of people in revisionist history, when you learn the true uh, history, Ford was providing the goddamn tanks and the engines for the Germans. It, the story is so amazing. At the end of the day, America financed the Holocaust. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. In Volkswagen. Yeah, in Volkswagen. So it's yeah. it's a deep story. So if that's the case, then Hitler had power behind him that was unseen. And that's what I'm always talking about. We focus our energy on Trump. He could be a piece of shit. But who's behind Trump that's really willing the power that they go unscathed for another 30, 40, 50 years. And then we find out 40 years later, oh, this was the person who was financing Trump. Yeah. So let's be careful not to just be giving our energy out on some shit because we caught in the propaganda. Facts. Facts. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Urban Excellent Story of the Week. Urban Excellent Story of the Week. Let's get it going. Okay, so uh, for our new <laughs> listeners... You know, out there, and our returning listeners, uh, Urban Excellence. We like to highlight, 
stories within our community that are positive. Read the definition of what uh, urban excellence means. So the definition of urban excellence, our definition is new hood standard of embracing our community as a gift and not a curse. The new hood standard of embracing our community as a gift and not a curse. So do not come out your home only focusing on what's bad. Look around at the opportunities here. We woke up, we're breathing. Right. Uh, we have an opportunity to do something. The greatest of who we are always come from the hood. Our hood uh, moves the world through hip hop, right. through fashion, through culture. All that they do is sit around and study us. And wait. And, and wait and, yeah. and for us to create something amazing, take it, put their name on it, make themselves rich. But we are the heartbeat. All right. And that has a lot to do with our environment with some of the greatest thinkers and envisionists. So instead of saying black excellence, no, 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 no knock on that. Yeah. But whenever I see black excellence in the black 100 yeah. from Diddy and all of that, it's guys who pop in $800 of bottles of champagne. And that's great. But we are the scenic route. This, they did a highway. We like to uh, talk about them small stories that may get missed. Grassroots. Grassroots stories, because our people are out here doing some amazing things. And I just wanted to say that. Right. I'm proud of our people. Uh, so let's get a story. Going. So uh, the story, uh, the Urban Excellence Highlight goes to uh, Crystal Garner. Crystal Garner. Uh, she is a contestant on T.I.'s uh, The Grand Hustle Show. The Grand Hustle Show. Let's clap that yeah. up right away. She's a cutie pie. Yeah, so she uh, she went to my uh, alma mater, uh, SUNY Westbury. Oh, okay. She was older than me, though. I didn't go. She used to, you, you know. Was scared, you were scared to approach her? No, she was she used to handle all the, you know, the events, the meet the Greeks, the, you know, those type of so events. So you was afraid to approach her? She was a little older than you? No. Wait, oh, okay. Listen, whatever. Okay. Get it out of my face, man. just saying, man. You know. Damn, be but, to be like, hey, boy. so she's one of the uh, the final two contestants to win. So that show, uh, if you win that show, it's like a uh, an apprentice. Okay, an apprentice type show. If okay. you win, you get a six figure salary and Ooh. a position in Ti's Grand Hustle organization. Ooh. And I thought this was dope because I was this, I was telling T before we got started when I was in school and I would go to visit other schools. Or I would talk to people even after I graduated. And um, people were asking me, like, hey, where'd you go to school? I'll say, oh, you know, SUNY or Westbury. They, I feel like I would get, like, a little look from a them. A little like, dirty look. Yeah, like, like, is that really yeah, a school? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's dope to see. Um, and you've seen it since we really started Urban Next, that the people I went to school with are uh, dope. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the amount of people that you've interviewed that went from your school, who have started businesses, who have organizations. Let's clap up old West. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, uh, Kumo D went to that school. Kumo D actually went to OS. That's yeah, right. yeah, for my old hip hop school That's fans, right. Kumo D. That's right. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite rappers. He went there. Yes. He the one who probably really put it on the map for our generation. Right. Okay. You know? yeah. And then you know rappers going to college because Kumo D was intelligent and all that old kind of shit. So that was kind of like a. So shout out to yeah. shout out to Crystal. Hope she wins. Yes, yes. Hope she wins. No, no, we, we we just sent the energy out. Yeah, hope she wins. Why be you going back and cut some chicken heads and? Oh, we're gonna get into some. We're gonna get into that later. We're gonna get into that in a little wow, bit. So but yeah, so yeah, that's dope. And you know I, I, what else I thought about too? Random. You ever you ever read um, Malcolm Gladwell's The Outlier? No, but you read it and you were telling me. No, I did read that. Yeah, you I read, did read yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I did read that. I did. So I was. He was. He would talk about how like somebody 
like the chances of somebody going to different schools that meeting these certain people would um, take them on a you know great trajectory. Mm-hmm. I went to like my, the high school, no, the middle school I went to. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people. It was a special. Um, it was a magnet school, so basically a specialized middle school. For the gifted and talented. Yeah, for the gifted and talented. I don't know how he got in, I swear, but he... Hater. Hater. And then... The gifted and talented. Uh, high school. My high school was dope. A lot of dope people from my high school. Diddy went to my high school. Yeah, Diddy went there. Yeah. And oh, West Bay, people doing their thing, man. So. People doing their thing. So, um, what's her backstory? Do we know anything else about her? Uh, she, like, I think she was a media and communications major. And then she, I told you she used to host all the events at OS. Oh, so, so she was destined for this. Yeah, and then she actually had a, a campaign with 50 Cent. Like uh, a photo campaign with 50 Cent. It was dope, too. So, so Crystal, is her name? Yeah. Crystal is already... Oh, yeah. She's, she's about pre- it. Preparing herself... Because I speak a lot to my children about the happening. Mm-hmm. There's, there's going to be an event, and we have to be prepared... For it. Somebody might see our show. Uh, we might have a dope clothing line. But if we can't fill the orders, then we weren't prepared for the happening. So we tried to put this show on as professional yeah. and on time. We were late today. As on time. The things that we do behind the scenes, we really operate as if this, like we're prepared. Right. So that if we get a bump of cash or something happens in our favor, we don't have to get professional, we already professional. Facts. And that goes from Eli on down when we're doing his show. I'm asking him, did you research? If you, you know, you, we, we have to, so you have to be prepared for the happening, right? And no matter what kind of company you start, if you're selling cookies and somebody takes one and go, yo, I want 500,000 boxes of these and you go, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You out of business. Yeah. So you have to almost operate your business as if you have already been successful. Thanks. It appears Crystal has already done this in college see, and have, she's ready. See, I haven't watched the show. But I, I will watch, watch tonight. Tonight's watch, the winner? Yeah, tonight's the winner. I watched one episode. It's actually going on right now. Okay. I watched one episode, right? The first episode and it turned me off. I'm going to tell you why it turned me off. Because okay. the first challenge was um, T.I. had a bottle of water. He goes, I want, everybody had to break up in the teams. And he said, I want you to come back and trade this with somebody of something, like, with... Something of value. Something of value. Okay. Yes, right? A bottle of water. So, people going around, you know, somebody said, yeah, yeah. somebody said, yeah, I'll give you my tie for this $800 tie. It was like, nah. This one team was like, nah. And then other people was going around and stuff. So, this one team, right, um, it was somebody who uh, had a book. He said, it's my favorite book. I'll trade you for this, right? Mm. That's my that was my thing. I'm like that's something about he didn't say of monetary right. He just said value. Oh, value. Everybody right. else came back with uh, VCRs, laptops. Well, at least he didn't ask them to go get some Cambodian breast milk. No, but I'm like on Diddy's show. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Canceling the show. Diddy was some canceling. The show. No, listen. But this is so people come back with laptops and stuff, and I'm like that's not they, realistic. They were missing the point, right? But right. no, no one's gonna trade you. $800 for a bottle of water. For a bottle of water. But if I'm thirsty, right? Right. Uh, check. You might mm. be thirsty for knowledge. I might be thirsty for water. So I thought... And that in itself is an exchange. So I thought that exchange was dope. And then he wound up eliminating the girl who had that idea. I was like, nah, I don't really... Yeah, but then you got to think about T.I. Yeah, yeah. So that probably was way over He's his like, head. He's like, can I monetize this book? I can't book? monetize I can't monetize book into what it needs to be. I was just yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah, bro, yeah. But I thought that might that have been dope. But we sending her energy. At what time did the show come on? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock Eastern time. It's on now. 
Okay, so we send in so her. Hopefully she wins. I think she will. I feel like she will. Okay, so she's gonna be the winner. Hopefully That's already will. done. We're gonna clap that up. Thanks. So, you want to talk about Kanye? Uh, yeah. Let's talk yeah. about Kanye. We'll, we'll talk about Kanye a little bit. I know some people out there said he was Kanye and this and that. <laughs> shout out to Jimmy. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy. I like that. That was uh, that was funny. Um, so young man, you're 25 years old. Let me hear what you have to say about what's going on with Kanye, and then I will, you know, give you my take. Okay. You know. So, uh, before the uh, this is like early in the year, first half of the year. When Side note: that chat is that super chat is still open. Oh, work. It's the first of the month, so I know some of y'all got y'all food stamps. <laughs> we take? Do we take EBT? Can we take that? No, can't take that. Okay. So um, when he first started going off, like at the beginning of the year, I you know I just thought you know album time. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. And right now, I think it's the same thing is happening. Um, however. <laughs> I'm all for speaking your mind, speaking your truth, as long as it's uh, rooted in some uh, educational, like, because sometimes he just does not know what he's talking about, and that's the only thing that bothers me about Kanye, right? And then I feel like his whole, I'm super artsy, so I could just say whatever I want, that's getting old, because um, Mm -hmm. he was talking about... uh, how the hat, like the MAGA hat, is different because I changed the brim and I changed the color, so it's my hat. I took all the negative energy out, so it's different. Dog, you know what I'm saying? Dog, he got metaphysical on y'all. No, he yeah. didn't. He's just talking at this point, and I'm tired of it. Is he had another album coming and he pushed that back, and I'm tired. Like it's just exhausting. I I think Kim gonna leave him, dude. Yeah, yeah, probably so. Probably yeah, because so. it's but. Again, and then he had the um the, the the performance on SNL, and he was talking about people bullying him. For, I don't think nobody's bullying him, to be honest with you. I don't think nobody said anything to him about that hat. But that's just me. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, People out there in the chat. Uh, okay, that money's running back in. See? See? Timothy Snipes. That's what I'm talking about. I know it's the first. Don't front on me. Don't front on me. It's the first. God damn it. Side note, uh, you know, we were telling the kids story about food stamps. And we oh, yeah, that was funny. And, you know, you had the booklet and, you know, you'd be in the store and shit. And, and then they would give you these chips back, like not even coins and shit. Like if you paid with a food stamp and it was 69 cent change, they gave you these plastic chips back that you can only use. Like basically in their goddamn store. Really yeah. weird, weird stuff. But that's the stuff we grew up in. And now all of our kids have $1,000 iPhones. Okay, yeah, see, see the first, goddammit. I know. That's right, you know, I'm going to send her next a few dollars because I don't got my check. I'm sorry, I should have been to that. Anyway, we appreciate the love and support. Um, Let's get into this Kanye shit, all right? I think different, Okay. Right? So, the first thing I have assessed about Kanye West is he is certified with a mental illness. Okay. All right? Right. He ain't, we're not just saying like, oh, that nigga's crazy. He's certified. Mm -hmm. Right? So, what I'm noticing is we are persecuting a certified ill person, mentally ill, Mm -hmm. because they are saying and doing certified ill shit. Okay. Okay, so that confuses me 
Because what does that say about us? Once it was established. Now, I'm going to say this. Remember, before he said all the uh, uh, slavery shit, he didn't even divulge that he was certified. Right. Right? We just assumed he was out of his mind and stuff like that. So what we're seeing now is this is a... So for me, all bets is off. Once I know you are challenged and you are suffering from mental illness, we are the only people who don't give a shit about your mental illness. Talking about the black community. Yeah. Right? We will go in on you. You could be a sexual uh, uh, a victim. You like that shit. You knew that shit. We go in on yeah. our people as if we don't respect that. Yeah. So once I have established that he's bipolar, that he's medicated, that he lost his mother in a traumatic time, that now he's all alone. Keep in mind, he's all alone now. His own industry uh, guys have isolated him. Right. Right? They're not even fucking with him. Yeah. Uh, Swiss Beast got a song out. MAGA, fuck the MAGA hat. Fuck the MAGA hat. Or whatever the case may be. Snoop Dogg, out of all people, yeah. called him an Uncle Tom. Now, Snoop, I, I, I want to remember, didn't you hit the VMAs with two black women? On leashes. On dog leashes? So, I asked myself, is the hat, let's talk about the hat for a minute, Doing more damage to our community than actual rappers who have rapped about drugs, who have rapped about rape, basically murder, uh, selling keys to our community. Has that done more damage than wearing a hat of a philosophy? I'm just asking. All right. Now, why is that hat red? The hat is red because red activates what? Anger, emotion, uh, war. So the hat is red for a purpose. Don't think it's just the Republican shit. Mm-hmm. They know what this what, what's going on with this. This is a psyop operation. We cannot hold Kanye accountable. First of all, we're not supposed to be giving him any more energy. That's right. Once it was established to me that he has mental illness, I want him to get help now. You follow what I'm saying? So I'm not sitting on every word he said, abolish the 13th Amendment, and then he had to clean that up because he didn't know what he was talking about. This brother needs help. Now, the isolation part is how they get you. Once they isolate you and you feel you're all alone, then they wipe you out. You know what I mean? They isolated Tupac. How did they do that? They brought him up on fake trumped-up rape charges. We all know them charges against Tupac was bullshit, right? And once they got him isolated, the handler came in, Suge Knight, and offered him a better way of life. Leave all that... Positive shit you're talking to, Pop. We're gonna, and that's when his life changed. And well, accordingly, he so called died. We don't know according to his new information, but you know what I'm saying. How did they isolate Biggie? Where was the last place in the world Biggie was supposed to be on the planet? Where was the absolute last place he was supposed to be? LA. LA. What the fuck is he doing out in LA, right? Isolated him from his people. You ain't strong in LA. You weak in LA. You strong in Brooklyn. You strong on the East Coast. Less than six months or six months when this is an open womb and we're blaming you for Tupac stuff, even if it's indirectly, you show up in LA because your handler told you it's okay. Come on, man. We cool. We got this, man. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with us. They isolated Malcolm X the same way. Once he broke off from the Nation of Islam, he was isolated. And I'm only simply saying this now, 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 Kanye is by himself now. 
His own people are going against him. And we're following the narrative to put him in a situation to get that young man hurt, man. You know what I mean? So I, my, my take on it is stop giving him this energy, this platform we're now because he's bipolar. So one, out one side of his mouth, he says this. And out the next side of his mouth, that's the way bipolarism works. So why is everybody up in arms when this man is sick? This man lost his mom. This man is heavy medic heavily medicated. This man married into a family that are sorcerers. Yo, uh, first side note, um, Tariq Nasheed said that he thinks that Kanye does all of this, you know, thing every time Kim has a meeting at the White House with Trump or something. So he's doing that as a diversion. Like, look over here. Oh, okay. Why she's, why she's doing that. It could so, be. I'm not going to go against Tyreek. He's a very smart guy. Shout out to... Uh, Let's be free. Let's be free. Let's get free. I look forward to this every Thursday. Thank you so much. Appreciate we appreciate that. it. Appreciate that. So my, my take on Kanye is we play ourselves when we're starting to persecute a man who's sick. He's putting out the Yandi album next, which is a play on and Gandhi. Gandhi yeah. What was Gandhi's theme? Love. And hunger strikes. And, yeah. Right, but <laughs> love yeah. was yeah. the main shit. Yeah. And what's the every other word coming out of Kanye's mouth now? Love, love, we need to love, we need to love, we need to love. And Gandhi didn't like black people. He did not. He was and a racist. now we're saying Kanye don't like black people because he has aligned himself with an idea. Hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Kanye is fighting against himself. He's fighting against everybody going the same direction. This is why I'm always telling y'all, stop fucking flowing where everybody else is going. At least take a look back to see maybe I need to be over here or assess. Don't be so quick to throw your opinion out here that this nigga's crazy. Yeah, he is, literally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we don't get no points <clears throat> by persecuting a crazy person. But that's how low of a vibration we as a people have sunk into. Yeah, I'm I'm not of this I'm not of the I mindset. I know you're not of that mindset no, no, in particular. I'm not of the mindset that what he is doing is so detrimental to the black people that he is the problem. Right. right. Once once I see that and I, I see that type of rhetoric from like Educated like people that you respected, like are, are you yeah. taking that angle? That makes me think there's an agenda involved. That's like, what, so yeah. You have to know. Yeah. Uh, are you trying to say if Kanye is standing next to uh, Trump, he's dangerous? But if he was standing next to Hillary and Bill Clinton, he's not. Son, is what? that what we're saying now? Are we fucking kidding? Yeah, Mary J. Uh, Mary J. Blige sung the. Um, she, oh my god! <laughs> yo, that was one of the lowest moments. Like, yeah, oh my god, that was. She sang a, a song to Hillary. To Hillary, yo, I, that was bad. I was so was embarrassed. Bad. But like, it also represents we think we're on the right side of justice. Yeah, yeah. And the movement when we go against Trump or think we're going against Trump, this is bigger than Trump. Trump yeah. ain't. Uh, it's, it's a fucking fly on the wall. And for black people, I'm just asking you, I'm reiterating, show me where life has gotten over the last two years. Worse than it's ever been since Trump has been into office. What? Or are we creating this shit in our mind based on propaganda? Forget what he says, right? Because we all know he's saying a whole bunch of shit. It's what he does I'm yeah. concerned about, right? He said Haiti was a shithole. Hillary Clinton and them stole the fucking money. Nobody talking about that shit, right? So let's be clear when we say stuff like this. And, and, and back to Snoop, come on, you, you brought our sisters, our black women out 
for white people to look at and enjoy on dog leashes, and you don't th you think you don't think that shit had a greater effect than a fucking hat? Hmm. Hmm. I think different. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So no, I I'm not gonna persecute a sick person. Yeah. I just won't. Now, if I felt he was in his right mind and we could challenge him on some things, sure. But you gotta remember, um, these these quirky uh, uh, guys who, who who are creative. A lot of them operate in, in that realm, and he's in and out. And once it, I'm gonna say it again, once it was established that he was bipolar and he is on medication. I need to stop giving my energy that way. I will support the music if the music is good because I don't mix music with my politics. Right. If the music is good, I will support and listen to it. But your politics, I'd never get involved with somebody else's politics because it's all, they're both two birds of the same wing. And if you think you're on the right side of justice by removing Trump because before Trump, life was amazing, then we need to have a, a different conversation. So that's all I really wanted to say about uh, uh shout out to uh, uh Timmy Cattell. Yeah, shout outs. Shout out to you. Seemed like uh you know people are starting to show some love in that building. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So I thought this was dope. Monique, shout out to Monique for giving us some of that bread. I thought this was dope. She got her check. Um, the, uh, the the iPhone now with the iOS, you know, the new iOS twelve okay. thing. Now you can say, hey, Siri, I'm being pulled over. And then your phone will text somebody that you, like, you can set it up. You can text somebody. And it'll start recording for you. Wow. When you're being pulled over. I bet you a black person up at Apple created that shit. It was actually a white person. Tyrone, tell me what you had. Oh, I don't think a white person. I think it was a white person. And the person said, uh, Robert Peterson, a Reddit user, said that he never even had an um, interaction with a cop. But mm -hmm. he just thought it would be important. That's that's to to eliminate he said she said in these that's um, very situations. important that's very so important people have <laughs> have their own body camera now yeah 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 people even have though, cameras in their cars and even, shit even though we've seen cases where the person it has, doesn't matter it doesn't matter but still it, it, but it, it it's a little bit more that can it, it maybe help yeah. you out yeah so absolutely I so that was dope. I think that's dope my daughter's already uh, uh, pressing for the new one she gets a new phone. For her birthday every year. Because every year, something magically happens with her phone. It's facts. She'd be like, Dad, something happened. I think she's doing that shit. She has to be. She's techie, too. She's probably yeah, she breaking has, that shit. She has to be. I'm going to fool her ass this year. I'm like, listen, we got to pay for college. Uh, side note, she's been moving brownies. Oh, oh that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's good. She has been moving brownies. Did she ask me if I wanted them? But I don't like chocolate, so. Okay, yeah. She's... she's and for me, it's been saving me lunch money, so I'm like, go brownies. Mm. I should I be in the kitchen helping, mm. whipping them shits up, stir fry shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Get them brownies out. Yeah, she's looking at me now. That's right. Get them brownies out. Girl, I'm proud of you. I'm more proud of you than passing your grades. You got them brownies going. Mm. Yeah, that's what's up. So uh, what else we got going on out here in these streets? Uh, Beyonce's uh, ex-drummer. Ouch. Uh, Kimberly Thompson is accusing her of extreme Witchcraft, quote unquote. Wow, witchcraft. Witchcraft, yes. Voodoo. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she said, yeah, Beyonce is involved with dark magic, and she's trying. She has a restraining order mm, yeah. against this. Yeah, yeah. No, they they wouldn't give her the they restraining order. Oh. She they wouldn't grant it to her because okay. it was like this shit is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, you mean she's turning into wolves right. and shit? Yeah. 
You mean she's floating around the house, miss? Yeah. You mean she killed your cat? Yeah. So, uh, no, uh, they are not going to grant you a uh, auto protection for that Yeah, chick. I picked this picture because, you know. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's dope. That's looks, dope. looks creepy, right? No? Uh, that's dope. She's got the moors behind her. High royalty. She probably got, she got that Baphomet piece on. I see that shit. I see the Baphomet. I see the horns. Yeah, nice. So what do you think? Um, I think the truth is stranger than fiction. I also think, I remember uh, Lady Gaga's uh, either uh, one of her uh, dressers or her hair uh, uh, dressers said the same thing about Lady Gaga. Hmm. You can find that in Google. She said Lady Gaga started floating across the room. And uh, either these people are lying or they're telling the truth. Either Tupac is alive or he's dead. So uh, with that being said, um, no, no, no. Uh, with this Beyonce situation, listen, man, um, the problem is y'all don't believe in magic. That's the problem. Y'all don't believe people can manipulate the ethers and the energy around them to, uh, you know what I'm saying, access vortexes in our universe to make things happen. I firmly believe Beyonce and Jay-Z... Practice magic, yes. Okay, okay, so... I firmly believe that. Okay, so, for those who, who do not, that's okay, that's okay. Yeah, I do. I, I Listen, I, I already told you, I know Jay-Z is either practicing or he's hooked up with somebody who is. Alright? Because he's showed up in places in my meditations that he ain't supposed to be there. Like, how the fuck did he get there? And then it dawned on me after talking to Obar, it may not have been him piercing through my spiritual windows. He might have been doing a reading on me. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because he named his book Dakota. He know who the fuck I am and what it is I do. You see what I'm saying? So it dawned on me that maybe he don't have the capacity to come in because I was chilling in, 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 in a private place and this nigga showed up and it spooked the fuck out of me because I know where I was. Just gonna leave it at that. You know what I mean? And I had to hit some people up to be like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Something ain't right here. So maybe he was doing a reading to find out who I am. And they had the capacity to give him a bird's eye view into a portion of my world that uh, he shouldn't have been in. So uh, Beyonce, I would not be surprised. She's from New Orleans, is she not? She's from Texas. She's from Texas, but I think she has ties out in New Orleans. Mm. Uh, you saw in some of the lemonade stuff, she was... Uh, 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 right, uh, 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 practicing some, uh, uh, you know, dressed as Oshun. She was doing a number of things. I would not be surprised yeah, if she had access. And that lady, what's that lady? The uh, uh, spirit cooking. The one who is the in, white lady. The yeah. spirit cooker. Y'all know who she is in the chat room. You know what I'm talking about. Who who put Jay Z in the morning? And and she she is a highly ranked a uh, 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 spiritualist or you know for for, for white people. And, uh, you know, remember they had, they was eating, symbolically eating the body. It was a cake of a body that they were eating, and that's all over the YouTube mm. as well. So I would not be surprised, but I tread carefully when I speak about this, because a lot of our audience couldn't even fathom the concept of, you know, people being able to tap into, uh, you know, other energies or uh, Baphomet, uh, which is uh, you know, not a bad thing if you understand how the energy mm. works and access energy. So... I would not be surprised. I'm just going to yeah. simply say that. I would not be surprised if, uh, you know, Beyonce was sucking her energy and once she realized it, and nobody's going to believe that. Right. So, you know, but Lady Gaga, 
her hairdresser or somebody said, I'm no longer fucking with her <laughs> because I saw her float across the room and all bets is off. All right? Okay. Me as a kid, I'll save it for my book. I'll save it. But, you know, okay. I, I've seen some things and experienced some things in my life that doesn't make sense in the physical realm of things, but they do exist. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, so we have questions? Uh, questions. Do we have questions? Oh, you're asking me. Uh, yeah, do we have questions? Oh, what did you think? Real quick. Uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, talking about NCAA, right? Yeah, Maria Abramovich. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Maria. Yeah. So talking about the NCAA, right? This player, he was on, I think, Tennessee State University, right? Okay. He got injured in a game. Bad head injury. He had to go into emergency surgery for his brain. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So the coach's sister, I think one of the coach's sisters, set up a GoFundMe page. And somebody else within the town set up a GoFundMe page for his medical expenses. Mm -hmm. And the school shut both of them down because they were afraid to get an NCAA violation for taking money. Oh. This See, this is going too far. Crazy. This is going too far. There should be exceptions to those rules. As, you know how brain surgery, you know how expensive that's going to be? And, for, and then, he's, so he got out of surgery and he's still in critical condition. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? So And now he needs some finances to help get back on his feet. His football career is over. Over, right? That's done. That's done. And so uh, apparently the, the, the school started their own GoFundMe page. So apparently the rule is only the school or the NCAA can, 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 sanction, can that. sanction that. So the school did it, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, they still are unaware of any of the rules that were broken, if they were any. But oh. the fact that they even cut those down... Because they were scared of a of a rule violation when one of your players could be dead. Right. Was right. insane to me. That's insane. Yeah. That's really insane. Thank you for the support out there. Uh, Wild Dawkins, 12. And somebody who was before that. James Jay. Levinsky. Thank you so much. Right. Let's, let's, uh, I don't know how to say it. North Carolina in the house. Appreciate the support. Any questions? Any questions about anything? What's the name of this documentary? Which documentary? The Cambada and Lux film yet. A uh, Cambada and Lux. I don't think they left the date out yet. For what? They they they're casting. They're doing a song together. It's a remix of one of Cambada's songs. Oh. Uh, so it's probably gonna be dope. That's gonna be. That's maybe gonna maybe be we'll make a, a cameo in that. That's gonna be crazy. Yeah, maybe I'll make a cameo. Absolutely, because those are both my dudes. Oh, uh, the the guy who shot the the cops five times and he shot. Seven cops, one got killed, the black cop, black cop uh -huh. and he wounded the other ones, and they took him alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that happened... Um, in South Carolina. Now, when I first heard about it, and they said a subdivision, I thought it was a black person. Because that's a, a southern word for projects, when you live in like a subdivision. Okay. I could be wrong. I'm not trying to shit on... But I think a subdivision is like... Right? Right. But when they said six cops got shot... I said, that's got to be a white person. Because niggas, I, I said niggas, that's only two today. Niggas shoot around the corner like this. You know what I mean? Hit, <laughs> hit everybody. Hit grandma. All that shit. This guy was a trained tactical. Had yeah. to be. White people practice. He hit six cops. Don't do that. Don't, don't, no. We're going to get shut down. Stop. Six cops. Stop. All right, all right. That was, that we're was gonna bad. We're going to get shut down. That was bad, yeah. No, cops uphold the law and they're honest and they're great people. All right. 
Now, um, yeah, so. And bad until you need one. Yeah, yeah, until you need one. Yeah, I'm calling the motherfucking police. Quick, yeah, officer, because yeah. I'm down with y'all. Um, this motherfucker just did. So, um, but they took him alive. Right. That's how you know it was a white guy, yeah. too. They took him alive. And what, and what's up with, the, I don't have no Blue Lives Matter. None I don't have none of that. None of that, right? White guy killed, shoot six cops. Killed, to, killed the black cop, too. Oh, he killed, he killed the brother? Killed the black cop. Damn, the brother. They were just trying to serve him a warrant. Killed the brother. Killed him. All right, shout out to the black cops family. You know what I mean? Uh, there are good cops out there. I, I, I be joking. I just be trying to have fun. And a lot of our brothers and sisters are caught in a unique situation where they're trying their best to uh, create a new standard of honesty, honesty and uh, you know integrity. And the system itself just won't allow that to happen. So, uh, you know, big up to his family. Doc, when's the next book coming out? My wife just asked the same question. So I have to get back in my groove. For me, writing is a groove. It, you know, sometimes I write a chapter and I come back and eh. when I hit a groove of every day, it's just on. That's when it's going to pop. And I'm trying to get in that groove now. Malcolm is trying to get in his groove or he's in his groove. I'm, I'm, not in, sure. I'm in my groove. Oh, you in your groove. I'm in my groove. Oh, he's in his groove. So let me rub off on some of that. Man, man. Get some man. of that shit. I need some of that shit so I can, you know, get my thing started. Uh, this was a really sad story. Um, this girl, uh, Lashonda Childs, she was on Facebook a week and a half ago. Basically, this is like a, a cry for help. She was talking about her abusive boyfriend, uh-huh. how he's been, he's stalked her, he's beat her up, he's done all of this, and she got killed by him. By him, shot him. He shot her. Oh, she was, she was, uh, she was a teenager, and he was like twenty eight. Yeah, like look that. at him. But look at look look at him. Yeah. Look at him. And she's a teenager. Like, what are you doing with her? You know what I mean? In your teenage years, girls, don't try to grow up so fast. I know y'all mature and guys are. Stop trying to grow up so fast. Get your little boyfriend. Have some fun. You get with these grown men who got all of these issues. They come out of prison or they've been losers their whole life and they figure they can take advantage of you. Stop messing with these dudes. They don't have it together. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's important to just don't try to grow up so fast yeah. Have some fun. Uh, you don't have to, you know, be a woman, a fully woman so fast. You don't have to. Because let me tell you, when you get older, you're going to wish you had those years back. So shout out to her and her family. Yeah. Fuck him and whatever he's going through. You know what I mean? Yeah, sad. And that's a sad story. Yeah. And she was screaming out for help. You know what I mean? And, you know, the social media stuff is because is some of the things you read and you don't know. Yeah. How you should mm-hmm. respond to like I, I get it's a call for help, but is it serious or? And then I'm talking about her friends mm-hmm. probably going, damn, you know what I mean? <clears throat> but he looks sick, like nobody would have been able to protect him. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, she just, said that she he used to like stalk her wherever she went or keep her in the house with make her walk back to the house with a gun on her back, all that. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so, so, sad. So that's very sad. And I'm just speaking to my young girls. There's nothing wrong with you being 18 and your boyfriend is 18. And y'all going out getting ice cream and having fun and doing all that stuff. Don't 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 grow up too fast. Don't grow right. up too fast. So, uh, you know, uh, follow us on the socials. The socials. You know, Instagram, Twitter. UrbanX, Instagram, Twitter. UrbanX_NYC. underscore NYC. Visit the blog at UrbanX.NYC. All of that stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube. We got the Patreon going. We got the Patreon going. Don't forget to you know check us out on Patreon. 
And also, uh, check us out. If you don't catch the actual live, catch us, catch us on um, iTunes, Radio Public, uh, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, what else? You know them. Uh, Google, Google, Google Podcasts, uh, TuneIn Radio, Radio Public. Did I say that already? Yeah. All that stuff. All that stuff. And uh, with that being said, we love y'all. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter.